At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hour two of the nightcap here on VEASAN. Tim Murray and Jeff Parles with you. 30-24, to 24, our score right now in the gold medal game between the United States and France. And let's take you back to the end of the first quarter there, Jeff. <laughs> we talked about this being a good play. I didn't disagree. I have France in the first half plus a six and a half. First quarter line was three. And the United States was tied at 18. After a, a three with 53 seconds to go, Zach Levine came down and uh, made one free throw. So it's 19-18. And then Jason Tatum hit a big three with 24 seconds to go. France would come down, miss a three. So if you laid the three in the first quarter, faded Jeff's thought process, which, by the way, I'm not throwing Jeff on the bus. He had no official play. He said he would have leaned towards first quarter I was the right side it just didn't it was. get home <laughs> and right now uh my right side is uh looks like the wrong side as the United States oddly enough as as we broke this game down and I mentioned that the last three games the United States have gone crazy in the second half well against France they actually led at the half by eight and then lost the third quarter by 14 ultimately lost that game 83 to 76 uh but Right now, uh, as Kevin Durant heads to the free throw line, uh, producer Aaron Oster was able to grab the over on Kevin Durant points at 23 and a half. And right now at the free throw up and good, 15 points for Kevin Durant. It is 33 to 24, the United States with 6.13 to go. And I I did not check the live line. Um, you know, they're, they're as not as uh, fruitful as, as they are for regular NBA games. 
uh, when it was 15 all, Jeff, late in that first quarter. But I, uh, I tend to believe that thought process of let's get the United States when they're down. I don't know if there was many opportunities to be had. Maybe a, a slight discounted number, but uh, I can't imagine there were many great numbers out there, and especially now the United States up nine. Uh, and it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty big number. I would imagine right now that you're looking at 14 and a half, 15 and a half right now uh, on this one. 16 and a half. There you go. I shortchanged it. 16 and a half right now, DraftKings. Total's basically, uh, total's not that far off. It is down at 173 and a half right now. Right now, 35 to 26. The United States leading by nine. Rudy Gobert checking back into the game. So the U.S. looking to win their fourth consecutive gold medal and you know, it's it's funny, and I'll give uh, JBT some credit because I know he was all over it on Twitter. I, I tended to agree, but uh, wasn't as boisterous on uh, on social media. But when the United States was struggling here in Las Vegas, I mean, people were out there thinking that this team wouldn't even medal. You know, was going to be awful, and then they lose to France to open up uh, the tournament. Now they're up 12. Kevin Durant just hit a corner three. Five minutes to go in the second half. My first half bet looks pretty much dead. Uh, at this point, you know, seeing the U.S. already up a dozen with uh, with only five minutes to go in the second quarter. This is what I was curious about was, you know, the U.S. had been so strong to close out these games. And now the gold medals on the line going up against a team that they had already lost to. I think they were going to be a little motivated for this game. And it was a slow ish start. But for the most part, uh, Kevin Durant is just is proving that if he's not the best player in the world, he's. Number two, I mean, he is he is playing incredibly well, and he is now sitting with, what, 18 points, I believe, in this game? As it is, uh, yeah, 18 points for so, Kevin so, Someone just got tacked. And a free throw, 39-26 uh, to 26 in, in this game. Evan Fournier just got, I think, a technical. Yeah, this game is not looking good for France. Or France, French backers out there. Yeah, this is uh, look. Look, this is kind of had. This is a little bit of a faster go of it than what we saw in the in the Australia game. Yep. Where Australia had beaten Team USA already once uh, in, here in Vegas. Obviously, the first game of the tournament here for France, beating Team USA. But a, again, a little bit of a quicker pace to Team USA, inflicting their will on the game. So, a thirteen point lead for the United States over France. As uh, we're going to talk some, uh, we're going to talk some Lakers here in just a moment. That's Jeff. I'm Tim. Let's keep it rolling. the nightcap here on VSIN Tim Murray and Jeff Parles with you so we uh we have been blessed with the fact that this uh this gold medal game is on television which is uh incredible That's a good thing. Uh by the way from my understanding Mike Tarico right now is on the call of this game or was on the call there was some uh technical difficulties so Mike Tarico had to step in and and do some play-by-play duty. I think he was He's probably up for the challenge. Maybe not as prepared <laughs> as as you would be for a normal situation, but the dude is like a Swiss Army knife when it comes to play by play. He calls every single event, and in my opinion, spectacularly well. So if he's calling play by play, I think the uh, the American audience is is in good hands. So he's he's very good at his job. He's pretty good. He's very good at his job. Also good at his job is our friend Kyle Goon, who covers the Lakers. Uh, and we've had him on quite a bit at Kyle Goon on Twitter, and uh, we were 
trying to find the right time to get Kyle on the show just based off of this uh, crazy offseason for the Los Angeles Lakers. And so much to get to, Kyle. We'll start with the obvious. On draft night or right before draft night, I can't remember, it, it looked like Buddy Heald was heading to the Lakers. And personally, I thought, okay, this makes this move makes sense, right? You get you give up uh, a couple assets, Kyle Kuzma and uh, and Montrez Harrell. You keep the 22nd pick. You keep KCP, and you get one of the greatest shooters. And, and this isn't hyperbole. Statistically speaking, one of the greatest shooters of all time. They pivot and they go get Russell Westbrook. Now they've filled in with shooters and they've done a good job. But initially, I didn't know how this works. How does this work, and how do you think this plays out with Russell Westbrook teaming up with LeBron and AD? Look, um, you know, I know a lot of people were surprised about the move, but it, this is fundamentally at its core a very Lakers move. In that, <laughs> you know what? We're the Lakers. We can add an amazing talent in Russell Westbrook. I mean, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's figure out later. Let's bring in the star, and I'm sure it'll work out. And you know what? For more more times than not, for the Lakers, it has um, investing in star talent. Um, is a very Lakers way of being because they understand as one of the glamour franchises, that's sort of their strength relative to the other teams that they can get big guys who want to play in LA. And, you know, I, I have as many questions about the basketball fit as I think anyone does. I, I, I kind of did this funny thing in my newsletter a couple of days before the trade where I was like, well, look, I mean, if, if the Lakers want to trade for Russell Westbrook, you know, they could, I guess they could package Kyle and they could package Montrez and they could package KCP and then throw in their draft pick. But, you know, does it mean the, the, the Wizards would have to punt on Bradley Beal? That seems kind of crazy. And for somehow the, the stars lined up because that's what it is like to root for the Lakers for, for your wildest dreams to kind of come true. So <laughs> I guess I think fans right now are, actually pretty excited about it and, and have kind of turned. And obviously Russ is an LA guy. Um, he plays super hard um, and you can't take a fact away. The fact that he was an MVP in 2017. Um, so I, I think the, the, the confidence is running high that, you know what, like these are three really good basketball players. They will figure it out. Kyle, uh, let's look at the other additions that were made this offseason. And it was a lot of veterans, uh, including uh, Carmel Anthony and Wayne Ellington and Kent Basemore. And then you had uh, some of the young guns, including Kendrick Nunn, and, a bring, and bringing back uh, Talon Horton Tucker, who had, of course, been with the team. How do you evaluate those moves? Because early on, it seemed, it seemed questionable at best. But as the offseason went along, the later moves to me were the better ones that the Lakers made. Yeah, I've and and I'll just off the top kind of say the most striking ones to me is like starting with Kendrick Nunn, getting him at the the taxpayer mid level uh, for about five million dollars annually. I thought that was a pretty surprising level of talent and youth for that amount of money. And I think you kind of see from the various reports that Kendrick Nunn kind of saw it like, hey, I can I have a chance to win, so I'll take less. Um, you know, poor, poor New York. I mean, I, they can't pay people to to come there, even though they just got back in the playoffs. They 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 can't seem to pay off anybody to go there. Uh, but Kendrick Nunn comes to Los Angeles. Um, I think it was uh, 
you know, from a fan perspective and probably from a basketball perspective, kind of disappointing that they let Alex Caruso walk, um, you know, at the figure that uh, Chicago got him for. I mean, he's a key piece of your title team, a, a fan favorite, someone who plays really well with LeBron. Um, and you kind of see um, the Lakers per- perhaps making a calculation about the luxury tax, but they did have to bring Taylor Horton Tucker back after that. Um, because otherwise, where's the youth of, of your team coming from? Um, you know, I, I think that was a key move as long as Taylor Horton Tucker continues to develop, but there's a lot of pressure on him to develop. And I think, you know, some of the, some of the other things around the margins, I mean, uh, Trevor Reza and Carmelo Anthony may not be the players that they were, but they're going to be good locker room guys. They're going to be, um, you know, team leaders. Um, I think Wayne Ellington bringing him back to LA was, was a, a good signing at the minimum. Um, Malik Monk, I'm not a hundred percent, on how much Malik is going to play, but you know, a 23-year-old former lottery pick um, for a minimum salary. I mean, that's a pretty good bet if you're Rob Palinka. So I think you're seeing a combination of people who, um, you know, there's always a little bit of a, a ring chasing element, right? Guys are going to take a little less for for a chance to win, and you're seeing some surprising additions, especially when it comes to the younger guys of of guys who are willing to do that, and Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk. Talking to Kyle Goon, who covers the Lakers for the Orange County Register, at Kyle Goon on Twitter. Um, before we just kind of get in the nuts and bolts, are the Lakers done? Uh, is there, I mean, I know the roster's not completely full. Uh, and then, uh, let's just go there, because uh, I have a follow-up. But are, are the Lakers done? Um, no, but all, all they can add is minimum salaries. I, I'm a little surprised we haven't seen a minimum deal to... Uh, one of or both of Wesley Matthews or Jared Dudley, um, guys who, you know, I mean, Jared is, I think Jared considers himself sort of the, the unofficial GM of the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly uh, the, the good times coach. Uh, and, and he, he, you know, is close with LeBron and, and maybe could be coming back for a third year. I'm curious. Um and Wes Matthews, who kind of had a tough shake, but I, I wonder if he could be effective um, coming back uh, if, if that opportunity arose. Um, but, you know, both older guys. I, I, but the Lakers are also, you know, they're watching their wallet for sure. Um, they are looking at, you know, salaries because now they're over the luxury tax. So, you know, each, each salary that they add, they got to pay, you know, two more dollars on essentially – uh, two or three more dollars on, and so minimums expand to to you know getting on like eight or eight or nine million dollars. Um, and look, I mean, th- this shouldn't be big money to the Lakers, but you're going to see um, cost cutting moves here and there throughout the season, I believe, um, just in terms of trying to make sure they're not spending a crazy amount um, for guys who aren't going to make an impact. Kyle, what is going to happen with Dennis Schroeder? He's, he was offered 84 mil uh, from the Lakers. He turned it down, and now he can't get a contract. So where does he ultimately go? And you breaking it down the way that you did, uh, I wasn't sure if, if how the math worked, if there was a possibility of a, of a sign-and-trade uh, for, for him, but it seems no. So, so what happens with Dennis Schroeder? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the Lakers are a little bit under the same – provision I just described with the luxury tax yeah. is, is like, you know, I mean, maybe if that weren't the case, you could be like, Hey, Dennis, like 
you know, we'll bring you back for a year. We can pay you more than other teams can pay you um, because we have your bird rights, uh, which is convoluted. But basically, the Lakers can go over the salary cap to pay Dennis whatever they think is fair. Um, he's never going to get that $84 million four-year contract back. Um, right. Maybe if he could blink, he wishes he would. Um, you know, I know Bleacher Report connected him to the Boston Celtics uh, today, which, you know, they need a point guard. Um, and that would be a, a nice way. I, I'm, I can't tell you how Dennis is feeling uh, explicitly, but if he wants to stick it to the Lakers, it's hard to beat going <laughs> to the Boston Celtics. Um, so I, I suspect that Dennis will walk to some new opportunity, whatever it is, um, perhaps the team that uh, is willing to pay him uh, one of the exceptions, um, but it's certainly not the money that he thought he might make, you know, I, back when he declined that option in February, or March, um, you know, there was a rumor that he was looking for a hundred million dollar deal. And uh, for, for this year, for this off season, at least those, those dreams are over. Kyle, just looking at the league at large here, whose offseason have you liked the most? Um, I really like what the Miami Heat have done. Um, and I just think it, it gives them a chance uh, for sure. And, and you know what worked last year isn't going to work again um, in terms of Jimmy uh, by himself or Jimmy and Bam. Um, they're not going to beat the Bucks by themselves. So you bring in a championship level point guard, um, even though that window might only be a year or two, um, you know, it's hard to count out Pat Riley. He, he, he kind of keeps rolling the dice and keep coming up with, with a big move. And I think Miami was feeling a little remorse that maybe they didn't do that last year. Although in this move, they get to keep Tyler hero. Um, so I, I think that is something that down the line, depending on what Philadelphia does, that really gives uh, Miami a shot to to be in the finals again. Um, and I know we're talking about a conference with Brooklyn and and Milwaukee, but that that trio of players is going to be really really tough and gritty. And I think Miami could have some of the same character that we saw out of the 2020 Finals team. Kyle, before we let you run, um, you know the moves that they've made. Uh, I still don't know how this works in the playoffs. But that said, Kawhi's out. Uh, for the majority of the year, if not all the year, right? Jamal Murray's still out. Um, I know Phoenix is bringing back everybody, but with the with the roster construction, who beats the Lakers? Who is their biggest threat right now? Is it is that their uh, is it their friends about six seven hours north of them in uh, in Oakland? I think it is. I I think it is. I and look, I know uh, last year. Uh, people lost their minds and, and were saying things like Steph needs some help when the help was sitting there with a, <laughs> uh, a ruptured Achilles tendon. Uh, we know who the help is. Uh, we know who Clay Thompson is. Um, I, I just think that those two together is this kind of magic that the league has been looking to replicate since they, since they became the Splash Brothers. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really do. Obviously, you know, we got to see how Clay plays, but I mean, it's a team with a championship pedigree. Steph was playing as well as anyone in the NBA last year. Um, and and with Clay back, that team is going to be so wide open. I think Steve Kerr is going to be able to do more of what he wants to do. Um, I think hopefully Andrew Wiggins kind of finds his fit in there. Um, and uh, unless they are able to kind of 
you also can't count them out of, of trying to swing a mid-season trade for Bradley Beal um, just, just with the uh, assets they have and the players they have. Um, if that ever becomes a thing or if, if stuff with Dame ever becomes a thing. So they're in a position to contend with the guys they have. They're in position to contend uh, perhaps with some of the guys they don't have in, in the door yet. Um, so I, I really think the Lakers and the Warriors are probably the two teams that we're looking at the hardest. And, and surely, you know, the Jazz are going to be tough and the Suns are going to be tough again. I, I, I don't think that was a, a total fluke last year, but uh, I, th- one of those two going to the finals would be my bet. He is Kyle Goon. Follow him on Twitter, at Kyle Goon, the OC Register. Great stuff as always, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Go Terps. <laughs> That's right, Maryland. Maryland's own Kyle Goon. Uh, and Kevin Durant going to the free throw line here doesn't make me happy. Uh, the United States leads 43-38. to 38. I have France plus 6.5 here in the first half. Well, what happened to the refs that call nothing? They've called more fouls in this half than I'm pretty sure they have the entire Olympics. And by the way, Rudy Gobert, uh, not a great free throw shooter. No. And that is uh, that is on display, and that is making me cringe. Yes, Kevin was, Durant missed a free throw. I, no, they, it's Middleton, <laughs> oh, it's Middleton. actually. They sent, uh, I, I thought it was. I thought they showed thought, Kevin Durant. I, I thought Durant got fouled. They obviously called it on the bump of Middleton while setting the screen, which makes that a little even more interesting. But... Tim, it's six. It's 36.3. If you get a three here, you're probably good. If uh, you get no bucket, you uh, really are uh, really will be panting in a second there, Tim. Take our time. Let's get a good possession here. Get it inside the big uh, boy. Get, get, get rid of it. Get rid of it. I got fouled. Called a foul. Rudy Gobert is going to the free throw line. You're 19 in seconds to go. You're in trouble. <laughs> Need two free throws from Rudy Gobert and not a three. By the way, uh, as the United States leads by six, and if you're a U.S. backer, you got to feel good uh, because their M.O. the last two games has been we'll just destroy our opponent in the second half, and right now the United States has really been comfortably ahead. I mean, this is this second quarter has, I think, reached double figures, uh, but for the most part it has been uh, a situation where – you know, the U.S. has felt all right. You know, I'd be curious as JaVale. The JaVale. I'm, I was going to say, I'd be curious if they get in a JaVale McGee just to no reason. throw a couple fouls around. They don't want Kevin Durant fouling out. Kevin Durant fouled out in the first France game. But Rudy Gobert's free throw shooting is uh, is going to be the reason I lose this bet. No, you're getting home here. He's going to miss this, and you're getting a stop on the other end. All right, we'll tell you the halftime score if I won my bet. On the other side, it's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow the seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did not think it was going to happen. When you when you need Kevin Durant to miss a baseline fadeaway to get your bet home, you're going to lose that bet about 90% of the time. But he missed it, and the United States heads into the locker room up by five. 45 to 30. Is it 45 to 39? Update the score here. Come on. It's 40, 40, <laughs> 44 to 39. 40, 40, 30, there we go. Yeah. Uh, 44 to 39. I thought Rudy Gobert's shaky free throwing would be the end of my bet, but they get home, and uh, the United States leads by five, and now I'm good. I don't have anything left on the game, Jeff. I'm, uh, I'm all USA. All USA. Go win yourself a gold medal. Uh, red, white, and blue through and through. I guess both of them are red, white, and blue. So, <laughs> the no, one with no, the stars no, on the map. No, no, no Bastille Day uh, celebration for you there, Tim. Um, so let's take a look at uh, some of the just where we stand right now. So the United States leading by five at the half, forty-four to thirty-nine. So the United States first half comes home as that was six and a half, uh, pretty much consensus across the board. Uh, the first half total was 87, so the under comes home home as well. Take a look at some of these player props, and Damian Lillard has one point, so my thought of saying under Damian Lillard feels feels okay right now. Uh, I have the under sign there. Under for Evan Fournier, I said, as well. Don't feel as great. He's got 11, so he's on on pace. But how about Aaron Oster? So we're 1-0. On our bets on this game, you stayed off. Mm -hmm. I took the first half, sweated that one out. Aaron Oster took over Kevin Durant 23 and a half. If this doesn't come home, it would be 
Uh, it will definitely be in treats and beats, that's for sure. We might have to have Aaron come here and just, like, sit in the middle of us uh, just for that segment because he's got 21 at the break. It is, it is the Kevin Durant show, as it should be, as it should have been against Spain, as it should have been against Australia. He has stepped up so large in this, in this uh, Olympic run, and he's got 21. Jason Tatum, uh, if you played his over, you're feeling pretty good there too because he is sitting with uh, 11 at the break. And then the way the game plan was for the French, Rudy Gobert, not a big scorer as we all know, already over his point total as he has 13 points at the break. That's, uh, that's and he was 11 and, and a half. And imagine how many he'd have if he could make a free throw tonight. He would have 17. He would have, again, and look, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been sweating. So I'll ask you this, Tim. <laughs> I'll ask you this. Yeah. Second half total is 88 and a half. So it's 171 and a half, which is four points down from what the, uh, the closing total ended up being. With all the free throws that we saw in the first half and the fact that the first half still went under, isn't that, doesn't that dictate betting another under in the second half here, even at a lower number? Or does it concern you that they called so many fouls in the first half? It does concern me that they called so many fouls, which has kind of been the, uh, been the positive of this Olympics, right? Has been It's such a clean game, so anti-NBA in the sense that, hey, there's some, there's some pushing and shoving. And, and uh, yeah, it's been very ticky-tack so far uh, on both sides. I, and I almost think it's been more ticky-tack on the United States, to be honest, down low. Um, 88 and a half. I, could, I, I would stay away, but I, I hear what you're saying. My, my hesitation would be that the United States has done such a good job opening games up in the second half, just running, and that's what they're going to want to do. But for France, if you want to stay in this game, it is, it is absolutely going to be let's slow this thing down. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would have to tend to agree if I played it. Going to go ahead and fire? Going to make it a third bet on the night? No, Come man, on, I'm Jeff. Off. I'm being conservative. Come on. Been a, been a, been a rough night for me, Tim. Come I know your now. Mets lost. I, I'm just uh, really bad. Well, by the way, the uh, quick, quick uh, one other Olympic but The, thing, uh, the number is seven, by the way, second yes. half. One other Olympic thing. Uh, the men's golf was fabulous. Yes. Yeah, and Xander Shoffley, of course, winning gold. They are in a weather delay right now in Tokyo. The final group, which, by the way, they're, doing, they're, they're playing uh, groups, of, uh, groups of four here, it looks like. Uh, because of the uh, the weather, Nelly Corda, who had a big lead going into the day, leading by one shot. So a very tight race at the end. Now in a weather delay in Tokyo, we saw a seven-way tie for third that had to be played out for the bronze <laughs> on the men's side. So uh, the women's tournament has its uh, has has got a lot to uh, to live up to. But so far, uh, a tremendous start. U.S. 44, France 39. Second half line. USA minus seven, a total of 88 and a half. Jeff leans for the under Lean. in the second. Which means it's half. hitting. I'm not playing it, so it's going <laughs> to hit. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide or betting guides, plural, for only $19.99, or start your free all-access trial today. Head to vcin.com backslash subscribe. Jeff Parles to my left, Tim Murray with you. It is a Friday night here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook. Halftime of USA and France, 44-39. to The United States leads at the half. So your first half uh, grading, the United States, or sorry, France covers the six and a half. Pitching, and the total goes under. Second half number. Just, uh, just in case you are wondering, the USA has actually been bet up now to seven and a half, Jeff, and the total remains 88 and a half. So uh, if you want to uh, look at the under, like Mr. Parles uh, recommended. Again, I'm not betting it. It's probably going to win. <laughs> I mean, that that's simple. I mean, it's the VEASAN host lean is the sharpest bet in sports betting. We know this. Well, the United States uh, has certainly now we're in rare territory with uh, with them leading here in this uh, in the elimination portion of the Olympics for basketball. But uh, they have covered the second half number with relative ease on uh, on both occasions against Spain. It was nine, nine and a half 
even though somehow Adam Hill got it at four. Uh, and he, he said he'd show, he showed the ticket. I don't know what book that was at, but uh, a magical book. Yeah, and, Adam's been finding some awesome numbers recently. Yeah. That's all I got to say. And, uh, and then the U.S. was seven, I think seven, against Australia. Mm-hmm. Maybe nine. Uh, whatever. Covered, it covered every number. Whatever it was, they covered, covered, it with they covered winning the third quarter by uh, 22. So five-point lead for the United States in the gold medal game. Uh, they did lead France, not to uh, bring up bad memories. They did lead France after the first half in the first meeting uh, by a score of 45-37. to 37. And then the third quarter, uh, they got outscored by 14. So hopefully... The United States, uh, that does not happen here tonight, and uh, they are able to take care of business. I'm out. No bet for me in the second half. I'm going to sit back and enjoy, and hopefully the United States can uh, win gold for the fourth consecutive Olympics. 16-1, I believe, all-time in gold medal games in the Olympics. The second half underway, USA and France, USA leading by five. I want to get to baseball real quickly. Uh, Milwaukee tonight defeated the San Francisco Giants in a uh, in a walk-off fashion. Uh, Rowdy Telez in 10 innings gets the, uh, the game-winning hit. And the Milwaukee Brewers, they are still back of the Giants, but they're making their move here. Uh, a really nice win over, uh, over the Giants uh, tonight. So record-wise, they're 66-44. and 44. They're actually a half game up on the Dodgers. And uh, still behind uh, three games of the Giants, though. Um, but I, I continue, and, and and what you said earlier, I agree with. If you can find a good price, honestly, my worry is that the Brewers win too much down the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my worry because I don't. If I'm going to make a bet on them to win the National League, I, I absolutely want them to get the two seed and face whoever comes out of the NL East. A hundred percent. You know, you, why wouldn't you? You'd much rather, you'd much rather face one NL West team than two, which is likely going to happen if you're the number one seed, right? You, you'd have to face the wild card winner if you're the Brewers. And then you'd probably face the Dodgers or the Giants, whoever came out of uh, that showdown with the NL East. But I, I think the Brewers with their pitching, if you could find a price at DraftKings at 475. I think if you can find a price here at um at Circa, it is I think 435 for them to win the NL pennant. North of five dollars, I think it's worth a play. I mean, obviously I'd love six, but uh north of five, I think it it's playable. What do you think? I look, I I said earlier six is yeah, a you, good number. you love six, and yeah, I, I, I agree. Think, I, I think six is absolutely playable. And look, you're getting a runaway division champion. With an elite one, two, three at the rotation, right. which makes them very difficult to beat. Oh, and by the way, they have the best closer in baseball when he's healthy. Yep. So that makes you very difficult to beat in a five game series. Wasn't the best closer in baseball in the NL wild card oh, game. Hey, hey, oh, one, 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 by little, the way, but one, just, little, one little hop, and that's, uh, that's, uh, that, wanna, that, that's the whole story there. I want to take you back to that game. Uh, producer Aaron Oster and I were, were in attendance. So this is the NL wild card game in 2019. 19. Uh, the Washington Nationals hosting the Milwaukee Brewers. And Aaron Oster and I both were, we worked till 7 Eastern, got on the Metro, raced down to the game, got there, I believe, by first pitch. We were we were there in time. And when Josh Hader came out of the bullpen, I think it was the it was the eighth inning. Yeah, it was the eighth inning. I just looked, I was with my brother and my dad. And I said, well, this was fun. I, it, it, to me, it was over. And uh, 
they won that game. But yeah, for the Brewers uh, to have Josh Hader at the back end, have those three starters. Do you have questions about the lineup? Yeah, you do. But you just right now you wonder if you're if you're looking to back the Brewers, is this year a lost cause for Christian Yelich or? Is he going to get hot in September and roll that into the playoffs? Well, if he gets hot, then Tim, then you're talking about a whole different That's what offense. I'm saying, yeah. And remember, this is a Brewer team that was last in baseball and batting average for a very long time this year, still near the bottom too. Uh, but look, they, again, when you have that type of pitching and you get hot at the right time offensively, we've seen teams that are very similar to this make the World Series in the last half decade, Tim. Yeah, there's uh, there's no doubt about it. By the way, uh, I just have received word. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Everson uh, is going to make an appearance, I believe, uh, on the show. So, man, you know, the big guns come out on Friday nights. We, we couldn't get I, Derek I, Stevens. I miss Derek and company, but, we do. but Patrick's we, pretty darn good. Yeah, we will take Patrick. By the way, the USA, uh, France coming out playing, man. Uh, 51 to 45 uh, is the score. Um, we might, we'll hold off on the, on the, on the MVP discussion because Bryce Harper hit another absolute mammoth home run and he is right now absolutely getting into the discussion for uh for mvp in the national league but let me ask you this the philadelphia phillies at DraftKings right now two to one to win the division they're winning the division at this point again you can ar- you can argue that the braves are going to get there because plus they, 275 yeah the braves. look i would have those no, are live prices I right have now no problem if you went on right now and bet both the braves and the phillies you're coming home with a winner one way or another there. Spoken just like are, a true Mets fan. The Mets are done. May not win another game the rest of the week. <laughs> it's all over. It's all over. United States up 8, 53 to 45. Uh, we might have an in-studio in visitor here in just a little bit. It is the Nightcap on VEASAN. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Patrick Everson, I believe, will stop by at the top of the hour. So looking forward to having Patrick in. We'll see how long we can uh, make him stay or force him to stay. I don't know, one way or the other. Uh, but he was uh, down doing uh, doing his thing uh, at the uh, Circa Million sign-up at uh, the D, and he's going to stop on by here in just a little bit. But it gives us time to uh, get you updated on what's happening right now in the gold medal game. France sticking around. Remember, France down five at the half. They were a uh, seven-and-a-half-point second-half dog. It's a six-point game. USA leading France by six. The third quarter was the difference for the United States on a positive front against Australia and Spain in uh, in this round. But against France, it was definitely not. I mean, against France, they got outscored by 14, and that was the reason why they ultimately lost that game. And uh, right now, the USA uh, only up six and uh, missing a couple of shots here. So uh, that is where we stand. Uh, Kevin Durant has officially hit his over, so... Aaron Oster, a happy man, uh, as he hit a three, so he's at 26 points. Uh, so over for Kevin Durant uh, on the player prop market there. Uh, so cash that ticket if you uh, if you tail producer 
Aaron Oster and uh, tailed Kevin Durant as he is now 23, 29, 23, 26 in his last four games, and I'm sure more to come. All right, Jeff, uh, let's keep our uh, discussion of a division a day as we keep our eyes on the, uh, hey, Damian Lillard. There we go, hitting the three. Wow, look at that. Good job, Damian Lillard. Um, I want to jump to on the season player props. Last time you were in here, we talked about the Falcons and uh, and Matt Ryan. I want to jump to the running backs uh, because I think this is more interesting in the AFC South personally. Derrick Henry. The dude is an absolute freight train. And if you're a sports book, you really can't set this line high enough because he is one who cannot be stopped. The over-under on rushing yards for Derrick Henry is 1,555 and a half. He has led the NFL in rushing the last two years. Last year, he rushed for 2,027 yards for the season. It's an average of 126.7. He played in every single game. In 2019, he did not play in the season. I believe he didn't play in the season finale, if my memory serves me correct. And he ended up with 1,540. Your season total is 1555. And, you know, talking to Adam Hill last night, and I think you and I are probably in a, in a similar mindset, a lot of these, it's hard to take overs, right? They, they want you to take overs. It's hard to take an under on Derrick Henry. I, I know the miles are up there. Uh, Arthur Smith is gone, so maybe this offense is a little bit different. Um, but the dude rushed for over 2,000 yards last year. Julio's in. So you, you, you amp up the, uh, the passing offense, but you could look at it the other way and say, Julio's there. Now there has to be more concerted effort on the wide receivers, and maybe it opens it up for more to Derrick Henry. So I, I couldn't play it under. The only play for me would have to be over. It's a no play. Yeah. It's, I, a, no, it's a no play whatsoever just because, again, is Derrick Henry capable of going over 2,000 again? Of course. Oh, absolutely. That 10 to 1 is smacking you in the, in, in the face, Tim. But it's just so hard, especially with a team that I think, even though I think they're going to win the division, they're going to be trailing late in games they should not be trailing in because that defense is so bad. And you may not have opportunities to put games on ice as much as you would anticipate with a first-place team like Tennessee. So I'm a little bit concerned on, on the fifth. Again, it's a huge number. It's, a, it, it's over 1,500 yards. But I'm definitely not betting it under. No. <laughs> so it's a complete no play. Tim, uh, on, those, on those odds, though, that, that were just on our screen for mm-hmm. DraftKings, the one that's the most intriguing now is Jonathan Taylor. Because we know the mess with the quarterbacking situation with Wentz out. It's going to be Eason or Ellinger in all likelihood, one of the young guys who we've never seen play in the pro level. The one issue that you have with betting over on Taylor is that we don't know what the mix of running backs is really going to be in Indianapolis. Because even last year, after Marlon Mack got hurt, you still saw a lot of Naheem Hines. And there are still quality running backs, Mack, Hines, behind Jonathan Taylor. So it's a little bit more difficult to look at that over, even though that's another one that you you stare and say, oh, 1,200 yards. For a kid who's probably going to be the bell cow there with a bad quarterback situation for potentially a, a, a third or more of the season. But again, just tread lightly with that with that jumbled backfield potentially in Indianapolis. Yeah, for me, I would have to play over or pass uh, because 
spoken as a person who had a Jonathan Taylor rookie of the year ticket that obviously didn't work. did not come home because they didn't give him the ball enough early on in the season. But come late November last year, Jonathan Taylor, 90, 91, 150, 83, 74, 253, and then 78 in the playoff game. So his lowest total in that stretch was 74 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He really was impressive. And to get to the mark of 1175, assuming health, which is always a question, uh, he would have to rush for 67 yards per game. So I, I hear what you're saying with the, the bevy of backs. The, the issue is, if it is indeed Jacob Eason and Quentin Nelson, who's the best guard in the NFL, now he has vowed he will be back in you know five weeks, uh, and I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but I, I, I similarly, I couldn't play under. The intriguing ones are the, the Jaguars running backs, right? You got James Robinson, who really played well last year, and then you have Travis Etienne at 650. Travis Etienne, who is a guy that had a tremendous collegiate career. Anytime there's a first-round running back, or hell, even early second-round running back, they're the guy. Well, James Robinson rushed for over 1,000 yards last year, and... Urban Meyer, I just, I'm not sure, you know, what the mindset is with, uh, with James Robinson. By the way, the USA have just gone on a run, and the USA now lead by 14 with 118 to go, 71 to 57 against France. So, uh, liking that, what I see there, Team USA extending the lead and doing what they have done every single game since, really, they lost, which was third quarter, you're done. Bye-bye. We're ending this thing. The Czech Republic, they outscored by 18. Spain, it was only by 6. Australia by tw- uh, 22. And here they have outscored France by 9 so far uh, in this second half. And they are starting to run away with things, which is uh, which is lovely. Absolutely lovely for Team USA to hopefully bring this home. But your thoughts on the Jacksonville running back situation and, uh, and what my, we've said. My, my thoughts on the Jacksonville running back situation is stay away. Stay as far away from betting this as possible. Because keep in mind, first off, James Robinson's an undrafted running back. Obviously, he was awesome last year. Uh, the, really, the only bright spot on that team a year ago was James Robinson. Mm-hmm. And they look, they used the first-round pick on Travis Etienne. And, of course, you had the rumblings that Etienne is going to be at the slot receiver position, which I always thought was kind of ridiculous anyway. But I don't know what they're going to do. And, again, this year – with urban coaching in the NFL is a wild card to me. I don't know. I don't know if that offense, especially again, I know Trevor Lawrence isn't your ordinary rookie quarterback, but what's to say he's actually going to be good this year. He could have a bad year this year where he's learning and urban's learning. So I want nothing to do prop wise for Jacksonville's offense, especially those backs. Yeah. I would look a little bit towards the under, I, I would be intrigued. And I, I know we only have so many uh, spots to put on boards, but you know, Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence had a really great rapport when he came out of the backfield. He had 48 receptions last year uh, there at Clemson. You know, in 2019, coming out of the backfield, Etienne had 29 receptions. Trevor Lawrence throwing to Travis Etienne, it's like a, it's like a comfort blanket there with Etienne. So I think receptions could be an interesting one. Let's get to the quarterbacks now, though. Ryan Tannehill over/under sitting at. 4,200 touchdowns at 28 and a half. And then Trevor Lawrence at 4,500 
uh, sorry, 4,050, I beg your pardon, and 25 and a half touchdowns. Tannehill now, as everyone, you know, has obviously pointed out, has Julio Jones at his disposal. Uh, so is that something uh, that he will take full advantage of? Last year, Ryan Tannehill threw for 3,800 yards. So uh, underneath this number, um, with Julio Jones back in the fold, uh, is this a number that he can eclipse? By the way, just for uh, just so you know, now there's 17 games now, so obviously that has to go into everyone's handicapping. He has thrown over 4,200 yards once in his career. He has started pretty much every, eh, I guess there's been some games he hasn't been the starter. He wasn't the starter right away uh, in Tennessee uh, with uh, Marcus Mariota there, but 4,200 yards for Ryan Tannehill. I don't know how you play the under. It's kind of odd to say that, Tim, that you would, I don't know how you play the under on a running back, and I don't know how you play an under on a quarterback on the same team, but that's how good I think Tennessee's offense is going to be. And also, too, Tim, I, I really do think for a first-place team, like a team that I expect to win a division comfortably like Tennessee, because of that defense, they're going to have to come back in games. They're going to have to throw more than your ordinary first-place team will have to throw. So 4,200 yards, I like that over for Tannehill. I also like 28-and-a-half passing touchdowns. Seems a little low, doesn't it? I like that over as well. Yeah, he threw 33 touchdowns last year. Uh, I like that as well. So I, I the, of the plays, I, I would like Tannehill touchdowns over 28-and-a-half. But, you know, you get in the red zone and you have a uh, Mack truck in the backfield. <laughs> it's always easy to just give him the ball. Uh, but we have hit the end of the third quarter, and uh, France just They're hitting a three. Still. So French still alive. We head to the fourth quarter, 71 to 63. The USA trying to complete gold. And speaking of gold, that would be our next guest. Patrick Everson waiting in the next room, in our green room there. Uh, he's getting a cup of coffee. He's getting some powder done. And he's going to join us in studio. USA up by eight, heading to the fourth quarter. Come on back. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.